1925, Modelo began brewing beer for those who believe in better. A model beer, steeped in the tradition of tireless effort. A rich, Pilsner-style lager for those who wear their heart and heritage on their rolled-up sleeve. Since our first batch to every bottle raised today, we've proved that it doesn't matter where you come from, it matters what you're made of. Modelo Especial, brewed for those with a fighting spirit. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, 94.9, 96.9 FM. I'm your host, Coach Jim Bola. We've been off for a few days, uh, having some work done in the hospital, but we're back. And we're going to start off with the Raiders. Are the Raiders doing their typical Raider spiraling down with their loss to Cincinnati? And just not consistent play. And it seems like they're out of sync. And we got Coach Rizofia talking about the synchronization of the team and how it's just not happening right now. And we're coming on a short week where we're going to Dallas to play down at Dallas. And we'll see what happens there. But the question is, are the Raiders starting to spiral down like they've done in the past? Now, there are rumors that Mark Davis is not happy with his team and that there are potential situations where they may break this team up and start over again. But that, I think that's pretty drastic for right now. And let's see what happens in these next couple of days. So Dallas coming off a very disappointing loss. The Raiders coming off their third loss in a row. Uh, they need to get back on track. So here is Coach Rich Passaccia of the – Las Vegas Raiders, with these post-game comments about the Cincinnati game. Okay, um, obviously, uh, you know, poor performance by us, um, for the most part, all the way around, ended up being a third down game, right? On offense, we're one of seven. On defense, they're eight of 16. They're 50%. Um, early in the game, we get the big turnover. Uh, we don't get a chance to capitalize on that with a touchdown. We end up with a field goal out of that. And then even when we had a chance to stop them early on defense, we end up with some uh, critical penalties that hurt us and kept extended drives alive and uh, put them in the scoring zone as well. I don't think we had a receiver have a catch in the first half. Never looked like we were in sync majority of the game offensively. And, um, you know, we had the one explosive drive in the second half to get us right down back into it. It was really a one-score game to about six minutes to go in the game. And then, you know, we gave up a – kickoff return out to the 38-yard line, put our defense back on the field because it was an explosive drive, and then put them in bad field position, and then we gave up um, points there at the end again. So that's where we are. I'll be happy to answer any questions. Rich, this was an opportunity for you guys to get back on track, to stay on track uh, in the division and in the uh, playoffs after a two-game losing streak. You just listed off a lot of bad things that you guys did today. Um, is there any explanation for that and how – uh, the offense hasn't been playing well. The third down inefficiency, the penalties, is there an explanation for that? Well, I just think you, you just asked and answered, you know, Ben. I think, um, you know, we had penalties in, in critical situations and extended drives for them against our defense. I thought we, we were playing well on defense. We gave some big push in there. We expected to get some runs out of them. They're a team that was really running the ball well and playing well in pre play action. And so I, we have to look at the, you know, how the penalties actually hurt us and then, you know, why we're so out of sync right now in offense. It's been a little bit of a, 
um, ongoing theme, obviously, right now we've been talking about it for the last three weeks. So uh, we have to look at what we did poorly and see if we can fix it. Rich, I know that you like to let your coordinators do their job, but I'm curious, with a short week, you've referenced your ineffective offense. Do you have to dig in more as a head coach, maybe and get in more involved than you have to up at this point? Well, yeah, I, again, I, I, um, I've been involved, you know. I mean, this is an, um, nobody's on an island right now. Um, certainly I sit in all the, a lot of the offensive meetings and I'm involved with the, um, the run meetings um, with Coach Caves and um, us at running backs and Tim. So I just think it's we all have to dig in. We all have to look at ourselves a little bit. We have a game coming up right away, you know, and so we're going to start early tomorrow. We've gotten ahead. We've worked on Fridays and nights and those kind of things to try to get us a plan for what's ahead for us on, on uh, Thanksgiving. So it, it's no one person. We, we, we all have to dig in. Coach, when you talk about the, the penalties, was it – could you put your finger – they're all different, obviously, but concentration, discipline, maybe not liking some of the calls, what, what was the – Yeah, I think all of the above. You know, we had concentration penalties. We lined up in a neutral zone. And, and um, you know, and then we had the 15-yarder where we had our guys put their hands on the back of the quarterback. When we're going to get off the ball, get off the field, he's throwing the ball away. So uh, I think it's all of the above. There was concentration penalties. There was alignment penalties, you know, and, and um, so it's really – it's just a – cornucopia of penalties today. Just didn't do a very good job. Coach, Derek uh, had about 80-something yards through about three quarters, three and a half quarters, and all of a sudden 75 yards on one drive and three play. Seemed like the sense of urgency wasn't until very late in the game. Why was it, why did it take so long to get the sense of urgency going? Well, I, just, I felt like we had a sense of urgency the whole game. We just didn't do a very good job connecting, especially on third down. You know, I think they gave us some uh, pressure a little bit, and we ended up playing in the check down game to some degree, and we got in some third and manageables, and we weren't able to capitalize, you know, offensively. Um, so I, I don't really think the you know, that was a big drive for us. Obviously, it was an explosive drive, and the, the negative of it was the kickoff return was too much, and we put our defense right back on the field. So um, you get a positive and a negative on the same drive, right? But I just thought the urgency was there, just the uh, execution was not. Uh, Coach, when you look at everything that's gone on this season for this team, what's happened. Can is you it, say start over, please? I'm sorry, with, with everything that's gone on with this team so far this season, with everything that's happened, uh, is it too late psychologically for this team to recover at this point the rest of the season? Oh, I don't think so. I think, again, we've all talked about the standings, the standings where everybody is. I got no idea what happened around the league today. Um, I just know this was a loss for us, and we have a game coming up, and it looks like um, everybody's going to be in it all the way to the end. But, again, we, we just have to look at ourselves, what we did to ourselves to eliminate us successful drives, both offensively and stops on defense. The, uh, as far as uh, you mentioned, the route receivers not quite getting as many as many catches as you might have expected. As far as Deshaun Jackson in particular was concerned, was there a plan more for him to get a lot more targets in this game and it just didn't work out that way, or is, or is he just not there yet? No, I think we, you know, we had multiple packages for Deshaun. I know he got more plays today and was in position to hopefully we thought we could get some big plays, some explosive plays out of it, but we, we just didn't. And again, we, you know, a little bit pressure wise to some degree, and, and uh, when we stepped up, we ended up hitting some of the checkdowns. And then formationally, a little bit at halftime, we you know, had a chance to come back and we hit Waller with a few big plays and stuff getting him open right now the way people are trying to play us. So um, Deshaun's getting better and better each week. When we got into two-minute mode towards the end, you know, he wasn't in there. It's just not what we have for him right now uh, with all the formations we're trying to do with that.
Rich, on those uh, the third downs, um, any thought to maybe Marcus Mariota uh, coming in? I know you guys had a package for him, and he's been on the field a couple of times this year. But is that something that you guys can tap into? Yeah, we've actually, you know, again, we've talked about he's been on the field. We had the fourth and one last week where he was on the field, and we get the penalty. So um, I guess we thought we had a good play call, uh, when we all believed in. They just did a good job stopping them. So, But Marcus has been in the plan for short yards and certainly uh, goal line and red zone. Hey, Rich, do you think the defense got tired late in the game in the fourth quarter? Well, again, I think, you know, when you look at it, they're out there playing a lot of plays. You know, it, it's, it's uh, again, it's a broken record from a week ago. We kind of did the same thing offensively in the first half, right? Could never get in sync. We didn't um, move the ball on third down, so we ended up punting the football, and uh, now the defense goes out there. They stop them on and third and short. They got them in third and manageable, and we get a penalty. So the, the drive continues. I think on that one big drive, there was three penalties, if I'm not mistaken, in that drive. And I think last week when we had the big drive on defense, there were three penalties in that drive as well. So, Rich, the defense played pretty well when you look at like yards per play on an efficiency standpoint, but they couldn't get off the field on third down. Was there something consistent that was an issue just kept popping up in terms of getting – Well, again, they, you know, give them some credit on third down. I think they're 50% on third down. And then we have to look at where we did a poor job with the penalties. You know, defense did a great job early with the turnover. Dallin gets the ball down to the nine for us, and we come out of there with a field goal. We really like to come out of there with a – with a touchdown. You don't want to get the ball in a turn with the nine yard line and come out of the field goal. So again that goes on us. A third and six play in the second quarter where uh, there was a road you guys ran the ball on third and six. Is that a play that Derek checked into or um, also what do you think about Derek's play the last few weeks? Are you, any concerns there? Well I certainly again I don't I don't don't if Derek would think he's been in sync obviously the way we've been playing on third down. And, uh, you know, there's been some reasons for it. Certainly we've got a little bit of push in his face a little bit that we have to look at that. And, and uh, I know I think we lost John Simpson uh, early in the second half over there at the left uh, guard position. So um, I don't think any of us have been in sync. So, to, again, if you want to blame one person, you know, it's a side street to us coming up with a solution. So I think we all have to do better. Thanks, guys. Okay, Hano, good to see you. If money was no object and you and a friend could get away to a beautiful nearby resort for a 24-hour stay that includes a world-class spa treatment, would you do it? Now, what if I tell you $99 is all you need for that same scenario and the resort is the fabulous Casablanca in beautiful Mesquite, Nevada? You'll be rejuvenated inside their spa and salon with a Swedish massage, European facial, or pumpkin pedicure of your choice. Oh, yeah. Casablanca Resort's $99 room and spa getaway. You can get away from your stress and start to refresh in less than an hour's drive. And when you come, enjoy our delicious dining, nightly entertainment, championship golf courses, and famous weekend brunch buffet. Book your $99 room and spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Must be 21 years or older. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite. It's just like Vegas used to be. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. I'm your host, Coach Ian Bola. And Vegas Golden Knights finish a homestand 5-1. and one. And I'm going to tell you what. Coach Pete DeBoer is earning his money, but he's doing a great job with all the injuries and the blending of the young new players coming in. So going 5-1 and one is unbelievable on road stand or homestand. And you'll hear him say that even if they were healthy, he would take 5-1, and one, no problem. So here is Coach Pete DeBoer on their latest victory, come, come from behind victory, against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Well, head coach Pete DeBoer available. 
As a reminder, please state your name and affiliation as some outlets are taking this live. We will open it up to questions. Start with Willie, then Ben. Hey, Willie. Hello, Ramirez with the Associated Press. Pete, I think the answer is quite obvious, but when you go 5-1 and one on a homestand with the adversity that you guys face, in your words, can you just elaborate how important that was? <clears throat> well, critical. Um, I mean, 5-1 and one on a homestand when you're full roster and fully healthy is a, is a great run. So uh, considering the adversity we've kind of had thrown at us, um, even up till tonight, I mean, we had a false positive with Howden before the game, and that's why he was out there late. So it's just been one thing after another. But uh, the group's resiliency, I've talked about it before, um, you know, never wavered. I think uh, we obviously didn't like our start tonight. We were dealing with a little bit of... Uh, that is a distraction. I think that was a piece of it. And, um, but, you know, our second periods have been really good and they've allowed us to crawl back in games. And uh, I thought we were really good from then on. Go to Ben. Ben. Ben goes left. I guess for you, Jerome. And Keegan Cole, Sarah Matisse, and Emmerich both get their first goals of the season tonight. Kind of nice to see those two guys get on the score sheet. Yeah, both long overdue. Um, you know, I think both guys were squeezing it a little bit. Uh, you know, waiting for their first one. So hopefully this opens the floodgates. And we, we need, you know, we've won all kinds of different ways, but I think one of the, the common themes here has been, uh, you know, different contributions from guys. Uh, you know, all those fourth-line kids all chipped in a goal through this, this six-game stand. Uh, you know, those two get their first tonight. And that's what you need. You need, you need guys uh, to, to step up and, and, and do that uh, if you're going to have a run like we're on right now. We'll go Ken, then we'll come to Mark. Again. Ken Volkis in Minda Vegas. What specifically about the second period have you liked compared, compared to the first? <clears throat> yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, you know, our, our, our starts haven't been good. Um, and uh, that's something that we talk about and we've got to get fixed going forward. I, I, I think we've been a good second period team for a long time. I think we take a lot of pride in uh, in trying to, to wear teams out and catch them on the long change and pin them in and outchange them. Um, something we started talking about a couple of seasons ago, right back in the bubble. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's become second nature now. It's really given us some advantage. Mark, Jesse, Willie. Mark. Hey, Coach. Long time to see first of yeah. all. How are you been? How are you? <laughs> okay. After all the adversity you guys have dealt with this season and slow starting, with, with all the injuries and the COVID, after this five and one homestand, is, do you feel this team's now starting to hit a stride? Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, I, listen, we're finding ways to win games. Um, I don't know if we're hitting a stride. I mean, I, I, I can't wait until we're healthy and and you know we can put a full lineup out there of of the guys that uh, we have, and then we're, we'll see. I mean, you know, it's going to be on those guys coming in to. Uh, to jump in and, and continue on uh, with the foundation that we're playing with right now. I mean, we're giving ourselves a chance to win with, with really good goaltending and, uh, you know, a commitment to, to defend hard and play hard. And, um, you know, obviously the, the guys coming off injured reserve, you know, have to jump in and, and get on board. Go to Jesse and Lily. You mentioned on the second period you like to take advantage of that long change, trying to pin them in their zone offensively. It seemed like that was the case right before Kolasar's goal. Um, that yeah. really long shift. Can you just elaborate on how important that shift prior to that was? Yeah, I, you know, that that's 
that's what set set up the goal was the 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 two shifts prior to that we we kind of got them uh and i think i think we might have even got two full changes or at least a change and a half uh and and caught them tired um and then you know our guys sense that they sense the vulnerability when we can get teams in that situation and i like i liked our killer instinct there to to jump on it go to willie then we'll go to dave and come back to chris with the Associated Press. Pete, Keegan's been with this organization since before it had a practice facility at the first development camp. Um, but he's really come into his own, I think, during your tenure. I asked him tonight what it's like to maybe be the quote-unquote elder statements to the younger guys you're saying are now getting experience. What have you seen in his growth just as a player overall, a role player? Well, he, he, he's getting better and better. It, it's so hard to find... Uh, power forwards with that combination of physicality and skill that, that can play um, and and uh, and uh, keep other teams honest too from a physical point of view. Uh, everybody's looking for that type of player and uh, it's, it's hard, you know, they don't come available in trades usually. You usually have to develop them and they usually take longer than, you know, smaller skill guys. So I think, you know, the organization, I mean, this was a Columbus was the team that drafted him, right? So this was a big game for him, playing against the team that, that originally selected him and then traded him. And um, I think the organization's done it the right way with him. He started in the minors, and he worked his way here, and we gave him a little bit to start, and every year he's earned a little bit more. Dave and Chris. Good day. Dave, Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Um, I'm assuming you haven't seen, like, the explanation on the video review on Yanmark's goal, but it was kind of weird, um, like the play before, I guess, was offside. My question to you is, like, when the review happened, as you were looking at it, did you have any concern, or were you pretty confident, you know, at that moment about that play? Well, it was it was clearly offside, but, but as soon as that wasn't called, and we cleared the, the zone with the puck, the puck came out over the blue, that, that resets everything. So, uh, you know, I knew... Um, you know, I, I thought it was when we saw it, we were pretty confident that that, that we were going to win that. And with Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Pete. Chris Chapman, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Riley Smith, he was a guy who, he's worn an A on his jersey since day one of this franchise. Um, so obviously, he's, he's always been looked upon as a leader, but he's really seemed to elevate his play, especially during this homestand, especially with everything that this team has gone through. Could you just speak about his his play maybe the last two or three weeks? Yeah, Riley's an, as honest a player as, as we've got. I think I've called him the conscience of our team before, uh, just with how he, he, he approaches everything. You know, last year was tough on him. He, he, he had some long stretches where he didn't score, and, he, and you know, there was some frustration with that. Um, for me... Uh, with the guys we have, oh, we needed him to score during this stretch. You know, we needed uh, him to get hot, and he did. And you know, I'm, I'm not surprised. He's just that guy. He, he has, uh, you know, he, I think he recognized that we needed him and found a way to to be, uh, you know, if not our most important contributor through this right at right in that conversation. Pete, appreciate your time tonight. Thank you. We'll have a full. Uh... Bob, quick, the neighbors. There they go again. Jeez, it's like clockwork. Every weekend, he grabs his clubs, she grabs a duffel, and they're gone for the night. 
And when they come back, they look so relaxed and happy. Where do you think they go? Well, they're not rich, so it must be affordable. Maybe some kind of marriage retreat? Oh, right, with golf clubs? And she looks so refreshed. We could use some of whatever it is. Go ask them when they get back. Well, they're back, and you won't believe it. Surprise me. They've been going to Casablanca Resort in Mesquite on that $99 room and golf getaway. Sometimes they go for the $99 room and spa getaway. They love it. Hey, we could afford 99 bucks, and it's only a little more than an hour's drive. Let's treat ourselves. Book your $99 room and golf or spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite, just like Vegas used to be. Must be 21 years or older. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. UNLV coming off of a two-game win streak, playing San Diego State in another close game. San Diego State ranked 19th in the country, and the Rebels gave them everything they wanted on senior night. So here is Coach Marcus Aurora, and also we have players Jenkins and Wyndham with post-game comments about homecoming for the Rebels, but unfortunately not a victory against San Diego State. Now one game left at Air Force, tough place to go play. You're playing at altitude, and Air Force is a very good team. Uh, love to run that triple option. So we'll get the win up there. And they're ranked. So to get the win up there, you need to jump in front of these teams because when teams are playing triple option and you can get out quick in front of them, it's harder for them to win the game. So here is Coach Marcus Arroyo and post-game comments about the San Diego State game. Um, obviously, first off, senior night's a big deal. Um, and that... I've been in those been in those cleats and been there a long time. Been in that locker room a long time with seniors. Uh, been in a lot of different places, and uh, the humility and grace that the rest of the group and the toughness that the rest of the group uh, paid to those guys in the way that their efforts have been in the week um, and this season has been uh, really really good to see. To see him fight like that on a night like this is pretty special because um, the onus I wanted to put back into the team and to take off the seniors and because I, I know what it's like to feel like you need to press in that moment. And uh, I thought the team fought. I thought they fought hard for senior night. I, the other part is I think that um, I'm, I'm excited and really looking uh, forward to, to this fan base in a night like this. That was awesome to have people out there like that, to have it engaged, to be late on a, on a Friday night, a lot of stuff to do, and to have our fan base out there and to have our team playing behind, playing that way with uh, with their group behind them is a big deal, man. That that's that's college football. That's what it's about to be, and uh, uh, we're humbled and and and. and Fired up about that as as we grow. Uh, we're not where we want to be tonight. We want to. We expect to win those games. Okay. Um, expect to win all those games, especially against good opponents. Because at the end of the day, we got to find a way. And um, these guys have fought. They've been tough. They're growing. Uh, they're resilient. They've got a bunch of pride in their locker room. It's not that I'm not the head guy to sit up here saying we got to have pride. They're playing with pride. They're, they're typifying. They're, they're, it's very palpable. They're, they're playing for each other. It, you can see, and that's that's where you want it to be. That's where you start. And uh, but it's not just a start. Uh, they're playing. It's it's present. It's it's engaged. They're in it. And uh, we got another week to fight. And uh, I'm fired up to be uh, right next to them, shoulder to shoulder. So 
we want to finish that. We've got to execute a little better in, in all three phases, obviously, against a good football team, and that's a, that's a damn good football team. Um, so we, uh, we'll go ahead and soak this one up a little bit and, and uh, get cleaned up, and then uh, we'll go back to work this week to play a good Air Force team on the road and finish it up strong. Jenkins, you've seen Justin Rogers through training camp all season long. What were your thoughts on on his performance coming off the bench tonight? Uh, it was uh, it was great, phenomenal uh, for him to step up like that. Our motto is next man up. So um, all week, all year, he's been practicing hard. Um, it just practice came and showed out in the game and showed up. Um, Jacoby, another strong performance from defense tonight, but is this the toughest and, and the mentality that you have right now is, are you guys just dogs hungry out there? Um, I say for the most part, you know, just a bunch of guys, um, 11 guys just, you know, ready to make plays, running to the ball full speed, um, you know, and we practice like that. So like Steve said, practice equals game reality. So. We just translated um, to the game field when it's game time. Your thoughts on, on Rogers' performance tonight? Uh, I think he executed really well. He did a great job of stepping in. You know, when his name, his number was called, he didn't, uh, he didn't flinch for the most part. So I'm proud of him, and you know, just gotta keep fighting. What does this say about your team going toe to toe tonight with 23rd ranked team? Um, I just say that, you know, uh, no matter who the team is, what the rank is, I mean, hats off to them, they're a great team, but, you know, I, just, I think it just says a lot about us. Uh, we, we got a good fight in us. Um, we uh, Throughout the week, we focus on just us, and it shows in the game that we play for each other. And that's all we got, because that's all we need. Marcus, is this one of the games where, you know, talked about growth all year. Is this one of those games where that growth from September to, to now, was it evident tonight? It certainly seemed like it from our end. Yeah, I think, I think we're going to see that too. I don't know yet. I haven't seen the film. It's always a little bit different when you go back and watch it. It's never as bad as it seems. It's never as good as it seems, but there's always a in-between. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think that there's a lot of stuff you're seeing in our football team out there right now that early in the year – you're saying, well, they're, they're getting better, and now we're right, we're close, you know, and close as horseshoes and hand grenades. We know that. we got to finish the game and fight and get that done, and we want to, and that's why we're taking a person. But these guys are uh, these guys are getting better. They're getting better every week. They're getting better every practice. They're getting better every meeting. They're getting better in, in every phase, and, uh, man, it's just a, a, a tribute to them. Hold that team to under 100 yards rushing and 3-12 and on third down and everything they did, get turnovers and fight and, I mean, shoot more you want. So I just got to close it out. And I can do a better job. Uh, this coach can do a better job. It's all of us. It ain't these guys by themselves. I'll tell you that right now. I'm out in front. Uh, any update on, on Cam? Not yet. I'm waiting to hear from the KBC doctors after this. Steven? So I just wanted to ask about the, the swing right before the half and, you know, some of the uh, – the decision to go for it on fourth, and then they get a fourth, and then a little breakdown with the pass protection. Yeah, I mean we're right there. We stay aggressive in that in that in that instance right there against that team. They got timeouts. We feel you know with third and one, fourth and one, we're going to go for it right there. We feel good about Charles and our line didn't come out the way we wanted to, but um, you know turn the field over and let them drive. Now we felt oh we're on the same board. We said go for it. Let's go.
Don't look back. Also talk about the uh, the times inside the 10-yard line where maybe you didn't score or you came away with a field goal. Yeah, those are the ones where it's said execution. You know, those are those are tough. you got to be down there. You're inside the 10-yard line, came away with two field goals. And that's a sturdy defense once it gets down there tight. We knew that. We knew that box is heavy when those guys are down there. So we had a couple opportunities. We had some miscommunications mis there in execution. And I got to help us put, put ourselves in a better spot. Um, find a play, do something else, do a better job. Uh, start with me, I can do a better job there, give them a better play. But um, those two those two series right there, we, you know, we got to finish those. We, be, we play teams like that in those moments like that. Those, those, are, the, those are the difference. Any more? Thank you, guys. Thanks, Welcome to Coach's Corner, and we've got a great guest here, Julia Abuzide, the general manager of Mesquite Gaming Casablanca Hotel and Resort. So welcome to the show. Thanks, Coach. Thanks for having me. Now, we've got some great news about the Casablanca. You've, you've, you've kind of just swept a bunch of awards here um, in the Review Journal's annual Best Of, correct? That is correct. The Casablanca Resort received the gold award as top destination uh, for uh, for our hotel and our property. That's awesome. Very thrilled about that's, that. That's that's the best you can get. That's the best you can get. So it's an amazing recognition for for our property. Well, and, espe in and, and especially who you have to compete against because you're competing against the big boys down here in Las Vegas. That is correct. So that that is totally awesome, awesome and unbelievable. Yep. So um, now. One of the things, and some of the, if people don't know, you offer everything at the Casablanca. You've got gaming, you've got a world-class spa, you've got unbelievable dining at Catherine's. Uh, that that in in of itself has received a bunch of awards. Correct. So Catherine Steakhouse yeah. won the silver award. That is correct. We took a silver award in fine dining. Yes, and that's awesome. And also. Casablanca is one of the top 100 romantic restaurants in the country, uh, correct? Four years in a row on open table. We're very thrilled about that prestigious honor. Yeah, that's that's great. And if you haven't been to the, the restaurant, it's unbelievable. Service is great. Food is unbelievable. And right now we're finishing up stone crab season. we got about another couple, three weeks maybe, of stone crab. And they have their stone crab flown in fresh daily, and it's unbelievable. Um, and, and along with... The other, you have great wine selections, but the thing that's really amazing to me, very, very economical for anybody that wants to come and, and have a great meal at a very good price compared to what's happening down here in Las Vegas. Absolutely. Catherine's is a very affordable fine dining restaurant, uh, great steaks. Uh, we have great seafood and we're just thrilled that we, we have that recognition on the Silver Award for the fine dining. And, and we took bronze also for best date night spot at Catherine's. <laughs> so super excited about all the awards that, that P-Gaming and Casablanca took from the Best of Las Vegas. And it's definitely an experience you have to, you have to go and, and visit it. It's a great experience. The service is outstanding. Food is great. Um, your wines, your wines are compared to what's, the price of a bottle of wine in Vegas would be 50% could, maybe? Oh, absolutely. You could get two bottles for the price of one out here in Mesquite. <laughs> right, right. So, um, so again, if you get a chance and you're up in, up in the Mesquite area, stop over, go to – you got to get a reservation, though, because they, they're packed. They, they sell out quick. We do, we do. Yeah. Sure. 
Now, you've also got some additional awards. You've got some bronze awards for the Casablanca Resort and Casino, right? Absolutely. The Casablanca took bronze in a few different categories. We took best of golf course at the Casablanca Golf Course, uh, best family and friendly hotel. You know, pool season is here. So, and the pool is heated and open seven days a week now. Uh, great staycation. We're only 70 miles outside of Vegas. So, you know, head north on the 15 and, and you've come to a great little spot for a little R&R. Right. And you've got, you've also have the best family friendly hotel, best romantic spot, best spa and salon. And your spa is basically, it's a world-class spa. Let's be, let's be real about it. It's a world-class spa. Yeah, you can't go wrong with a nice uh, $99 package out there with a hotel room and a, and a 50-minute treatment out at the spa. It's, it's top-rated spa and very affordable. We're very happy to have uh, that amenity out here in Mesquite. And your sister property, the Virgin River, got the Best Destination Casino Resort Award in the Bronze Area, too. Yeah, the Virgin River is a little bit more kid-friendly out there. We've got a bowling alley. We've yeah. got an arcade, a uh, bunch of things for kids to do, and, and they're also pet-friendly out there. So, you know, Virgin River is definitely uh, definitely another uh, exciting uh, award out there for us. Yeah. So just, just to recap again, you received the Gold Award in the Review Journal's annual Best Of for the Top Destination Casino Resort, which, again, when you're you're playing against the big boys, how did you do this? What what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're thrilled. You know, our little gem in the desert out here is, it was recognized for such a prestigious award, and and you know our staff. We've got 25 year plus employees out here, so they do take pride in, in this award as well. And we're very fortunate to have those people working for us. But it, it's it's definitely uh, such an achievement and amazing status for us. Uh, especially over, you know, getting through this difficult year. But we did it here in Mesquite, and we received our gold award. Very happy. Yeah, it's, that's a that's an outstanding award, and I, I, I want to compliment you and your staff and, you know, all your support people there. And um, and, like, and like I said, people people are missing what is there. I mean, you got to go up and check it out. It's an unbelievable place. It's not It's not overwhelming, but it's not tiny. So it's right. kind of a, 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 a the right size. Everybody's is friendly. Um, the the rooms are great. The food is awesome. Even even your daily restaurant. It, yeah, our, our cafe our cafe is great. We have daily specials. We have uh, Chinese specials. We have uh, authentic Chinese chefs cooking in the kitchen seven days a week. Uh, really happy about that. We have a, a steak and, and lobster special in our cafe which is an, an amazing, uh, amazing meal as well. Right. So if you're interested, you can get, call 877-GETAWAY. That'll be 877-438-2929. Or visit mesquitegaming.com for all the information about the hotel, the spa, the golf course. Like I said, it's a one-stop destination for, for whatever you need. It's Whatever you need, it's there. They've got it. They've got it covered. Yes, we do, and we're very happy about that. So come on down to Mesquite. And uh, check out the Casablanca Resort. Well, we want to thank you uh, for coming on the show and letting our listeners know about the the awards that you've won in the great hotel. Been talking with Julia Abuzide, the general manager of the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada. Thanks, Coach.